When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I really need, like, a French fry. A fr- I know. I usually go to McDonald's. Yeah, My I, Uber was running late. I usually swing by the McDonald's. Yeah. It's, like, the only time I get McDonald's. Grab a French fry. Well, because French fries are potatoes. Yeah. And potatoes are good food. <laughs> Welcome to Job Logs, a podcast that features candid conversations with young professionals about work, life, and everything in between. All right, welcome back. I'm Joy Marie, and Courtney's actually out of the office, out of the studio today. She's working on a lot of really exciting projects this month, so head over to Twitter, send her your good vibes and your good energy. Um, She's doing some really amazing stuff, and we'll be excited to share that in a bit. But not to fret, because we have a guest co-host joining us today. Hey. Hey. Kelly Augustine. Hey, y'all. Joining us in the studio, really excited to have her here. So if you are new to the show, you can kind of consider us your career confidants. We're kind of like the group chat you keep up during work. Right. Right? Unless you work at my office where they block everything. (laughs) No way. (laughs) They block Facebook. They block G-Check, girl. Nothing. Corporate life. Nothing. So unless your office is a hater, we're kind (laughs) of like that. Um, And you can just consider us your girlfriends, share anything that you're dealing with at work and life with us. We're going to keep it all the way real with you. Um, And if you're new to the show, we have this podcast, but we also have our weekly newsletter and a bunch of resources, links, tips and stuff on our website, joblogs.com. So check that all out. But Kelly, I'm so thrilled to have you here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining. Yeah, you look great. Thanks, girl. Um, So today we're actually going to be talking a little bit about your career in fashion, blogging, how you've sort of parlayed that into a career. Um, But we're also just going to share stuff we like, product raves, reviews, recommendations, answer some listener questions, and then kind of just hang out and talk a bit. Shoot the breeze. Sound cool? Yeah. All right. So Courtney and I usually start the episodes with a Mm check-in. We like to call it our clock-in. And I think this is so important with all of your friend circles, just to see how you're doing personally yeah. and professionally. What were your goals this year? How are you tracking against them? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I got to ask you, like, what's up? What's new? <sighs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. Everything. I don't even, I don't know what happened, but the past few months have been, like, really crazy. In a good way? In a or really what? good way. Okay, how? And so, um, I just got moved into this new position at my job. So I work at this place called Gwinnie B. Mm-hmm. And we do fashion rentals. It's kind of like Rent the Runway, but for like everyday kind of clothes. And yeah. it's from sizes 10 to 32. I love that. I love it too. Because so I am size, well within Most that range. women are <laughs> size 10 to 32. So, exactly, you know, it just, yeah. it's, it's a really great business model. Anyway, um, and so I moved into this new position as an influencer coordinator. Mm. And so I'm working with like our VIPs and bloggers and mm-hmm. magazines and all of this stuff. That's and dope. the job has 
been just going really, really well. Good, good. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank That's you. really awesome. Thank you. Um, and we're going to get into that a little bit more later because, awesome. I mean, there's so much backstory to that from the way you sort of started in fashion blogging mm-hmm. and ended up there. Um, on my side, I mean, I feel like we've been having a really excellent month on mm-hmm. the podcast. Like, it's been phenomenal you and have. incredible. Uh, we were featured on New and Noteworthy and iTunes, which is very exciting. Shouts to everybody that kind of made that happen. Yeah, we'll get into dope. that later. Um, but, you know, I've been thinking about some other things, too. And I was just telling you before we started, like, I, I didn't really sleep last night. I haven't been sleeping well this week. Me neither. I feel like I need to ha- just have a seat. Yeah. You know I had I mean? so many things planned yesterday, and I did, did none of them. What happened? I, you know, I was supposed to shoot stuff on my blog and mm-hmm. like do laundry and buy food and blah and then... blah blah, and I just sat. <laughs> <laughs> I canceled everything and I just sat down. And like sometimes you have to remember. Yeah, to do that. you do. You really do because we just keep moving, yeah. especially in a city like New yeah. York. It gets so easy to get caught up yeah. in just being busy. And it's it's interesting because. Especially being in the fashion blogging space, you see mm-hmm. girls who live in like Wisconsin mm-hmm. and yep. all those other places that I don't know exist. <laughs> and you see like they are just living so simply. And yeah. I'm like, why can't I live like that? For like 37 hours, I just want to like milk cows and right. drink just lemonade and chill. But you know what? You know what? You're from New York City, yeah. right? Born and yeah. raised. Um I'm from Maryland, and I actually found after living in the city, anytime I'd go home to visit my parents um, when they were back in Maryland, they're not there anymore, yeah. they're in Europe, but anytime I go visit them, I, like, am so bored, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. I'm just like, we're just sitting here, yeah. why isn't anyone moving? Why? Why I'm, like, mad at the so people slow? in the streets. Yeah, yeah it's like, hard. It's, it's tough. It's I'll go hard. up to a cash register and be like, lady, like, you got to count that money faster. You don't standing here. I'm going to need you <laughs> right. to speed it up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, it's a double-edged sword, really. It really is. It's hard. It really is. But, you know, I really, I think that is important. I got really sick um, about two weeks ago, and I'm still kind of. Me too. Re- oh, did you? Yes. Something's going around, and it's staying for, like, a two hot weeks. minute. I had, yeah, I was, I was sick, sick for two weeks. weeks. What is that? I is that no the flu? Idea. Maybe. Did you get your flu shot? I didn't. I didn't either this See. year. Maybe it was. I don't know. But it was like one night right. I was like coughing my lungs yeah. out. I thought I was dying. Yeah. I was on WebMD. I diagnosed myself. Oh, yeah. I had cancer for like two weeks. Right. I was I like, was, I'm dead. I don't know what's happening. I was in the Uber I'm on dead. the way to the doctor like, you know what? I have lived a really good <laughs> life. <laughs> and my impact, Can my you impact has been positive. <laughs> like it's over. I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> all the way, but yeah, she was pretty much like, "Girl, you need to just rest, Chill out. slow it down." So all of y'all listening, like, Remember slow it down. To take time for yourself. Take time. You know? Take time. And I tried to pretend I was taking a day off of work and actually worked from home. <laughs> and what happened? I was sick. Yeah. By the time um, I got back to work, I was I was still uh, sick. I was worse because I didn't. Actually rest. Take the time, I right? You to. can't cheat your body. You really can't. Your you body can't. will knock it knows. down. It knows. Yeah. All right. Cool. You ready to get into the episode? Yeah, I am. Let's dive in. Let's do it. All 
All right, so this is the segment of the show where we typically share a rant, rave, product review, something that's pretty much enhancing our professional lives or everyday lives, whether it's personal or professional. Um, I think it's a pretty good practice to just share kind of what tools yeah. you're using, you know, with everyone. Yeah. So, um, Kelly, you yes. prepared something. Yes. What are you, are you ranting, raving? I am reviewing? raving. Raving, what are yes. you raving? I'm raving about Toggle. Do you know about Toggle? No, what is Toggle? It's T-O-G-G-L. Okay. It's this um, kind of productivity tool mm-hmm. so you can break everything that you do within a day you break it down into projects mm-hmm. and then you can time yourself and see like how much time you're spending on things oh my god and that... it's changed my it's changed my work life so much really? I realized I had so much time under miscellaneous <laughs> <laughs> I was like wait a second like what am I doing what is, what is miscellaneous I don't know I was like so I, when I go to the bathroom I put it on miscellaneous or if I like go to the kitchen to get something to drink mm. or like check my personal email yeah. I'll just like tap miscellaneous, miscellaneous okay. and I was like Man, I'm spending a little too much time just, I don't know, like shooting the breeze. Are you, do you, how do you track like your social media activity, like being on Facebook, surfing That goes Instagram. under miscellaneous. Oh, so all it? of my like personal stuff just goes under miscellaneous. I have a, a strong feeling my miscellaneous oh, would yeah. also <sighs> dominate. What? Especially being a blogger, like yes. I, I have to at some point, and I usually do it during my lunch hour. Um, but because now it's part of my job to like yeah. be on YouTube, be on Instagram, yeah. I get distracted sometimes. You're like this rabbit hole is justified. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> I wish it were. <laughs> Wait. So tell me more. So is it an app or do you? Is it like a website? It's a website. It's okay. just tod. T-O-G-G-L dot com. Okay, so you block things off, you put them in, and then you have to actually actively mm-hmm. track them. You have to actively track you. them. So is it something you use on an ongoing basis, or is it sort of a good exercise just for, like, an audit one time? I've been doing it for two weeks. Mm. Um, and at the end of the week, they send you, like, a summary oh, of all the of trends. the projects. Oh, wow. And it'll show you, like, for miscellaneous, you spent eight hours doing that this week. I love that. What were you doing? I love you know? that. I'm definitely going to oh, check that great. out. Oh, it's great. It's great. Especially when you live a life where you're compartmentalizing everything. Yeah. Like you and I, we have our full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. Then we have our side sort of projects, blogs, podcast, yeah. whatever. Then we have like, you know, maybe volunteer obligations, mm-hmm. things that you do outside of work, family, life, things like that. And it gets really, really hard for me to track everything yep. and also create like mm-hmm. structured time yep. for things. So I'm, I'm going to check that out. That yeah, sounds it's, dope. It's a really good website. Cool. Well, I have two. Ooh. So firstly, I'm going to shout out water flavor enhancers. Are you familiar? Okay. <laughs> like the me, whatever me. Yeah, like yeah, this. Okay. So there are these little bottles that you can get. Um, I get mine at Walgreens or yeah, Dwayne Reed. And they're like liquid flavored packs that you squirt into your water. Kelly, let me tell you, this has been is changing, changing life? my life. Is it sugar-free? Um, There's a, there has to be a touch. Yeah, it says, I mean, it says zero calories. Okay. I feel like, so the one thing I don't know is like, you know how people said equal will give you cancer and stuff like oh, that? Right, yeah. I'm not sure if like this type of like flavoring has detrimental effects, but you're only squirting like 
a, a squirt. squirt. And honestly, I cannot stop drinking water. Like water oh. is my new jam. See, I feel like that would these. be dangerous for me. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. Okay, but I'll I mean, it it's so your water intake during the day is so important to boosting your productivity. Mm-hmm. And shouts to my line sister and best friend, Yunori. Mm-hmm. She had me doing a little health challenge with her. She's a health nut. But, yeah, you know, her. I agreed to do it for like 12 weeks. And one main thing she said was like, you need to start kicking off your mornings with water, yep. like drinking a glass of water. And honestly, it's made me feel so much better. I'm yeah. still working on it, but like, you know, people have said their skin clears yeah. up, you feel more energetic. It also naturally will just flush out yep. All the toxins, toxins and help you feel more full so you're mm-hmm. not eating as much. Yeah. And so, you know, that I think like I really wanted to get into something that would help me enjoy my water more. And these have been really great. So Crystal. Dasani makes them. A bunch of other companies make them. Crystal Light, I think, has What's a couple. In, let me look at the ingredients. This one is um, orange and passion fruit. I also have like a mixed berry. Sometimes I'll do orange passion fruit and mixed berry Ooh. together at the same time. Getting lit. Get fancy on you. Right. <laughs> oh, OK. I see it. There's natural flavors. Natural. OK. Natural, okay. quote unquote. Oh, yeah. uh, yellow, yellow five. You know the, the uh, yellow. That's the not hood. good. Okay, so I need to start reading. <laughs> the nutrition but but shout out to the flavor water. And yeah, I you mean, guys let me know. I don't know started. if y'all know anything like it that's more natural. Let me know. I just my mom sent me um, hibiscus flowers. Oh yeah. When she was up here, and I've just been throwing those mm-hmm. in water and letting that flavor. That works too, too like the yeah. lemons and the, the citrus slices and water. yeah, that yeah, yeah. Too. True. Yeah, I'm cool. into these. I'm gonna get some. And then my other one that I have to shout out that I know you will appreciate as a blogger is Adobe Creative Cloud. Yes. So I have to, you know, sometimes when I'm preparing for this, I have to, like, look at the stuff I assume everyone knows about mm-hmm. and then be like, you know, people really don't know about Adobe Creative Cloud. So for all of y'all that hit me up talking about you got a Photoshop Connect, this, that, and the other, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what my Connect is. Are people trying to pirate Photoshop? Ooh. I mean. I mean. <laughs> Okay. So I've I've had the Adobe Creative Suite since I the y'all know I started time. designing yeah. when I was like 12, right? Yeah. So I started with I didn't start with Photoshop, but I got into Photoshop maybe at 14, 15. It's very expensive software, mm-hmm. understandably mm-hmm. so. It's like professional grade, I think. I don't know the price points, but anywhere I remember back in the day up from $400 per yeah, application and so the whole suite could easily run you several thousands of dollars. And so Yes, mm-hmm. back in the day. I mean, I not me. I mean, I'm not gonna put I, it out there. You know, but I'm just we. I, I had, had it, Photoshop. I'm gonna just pay say for it. It, it yeah, was there. Yeah. But hmm. um, back in the day, you know, you would get it, and then every time a new version would come out, it's kind of like Apple. They release new versions very periodically. You'd have to like do the whole hustle yeah, all you over search again. For that right? key. Get that key. So I really love that Adobe entered the subscription space, much like a lot of these cloud-based um, applications are doing. Mm -hmm. and created Adobe Creative Cloud. So now you can sign up for as little as $9.99 a month up to like 50 bucks a month Mm -hmm. and you get the suite of applications or one app depending on what your needs are. I think $9.99 is just the Photoshop. I have Photoshop and Lightroom for $9.99. For nine. Oh, you have Mm -hmm. the $9.99 one and Mm -hmm. that's perfectly fine for blogging. Um, And I, I highly recommend that everyone, I'm not even gonna say bloggers, I really feel like every professional should have Photoshop. At this point, 
at the right, at like this point. mocking up graphics, working on things for work. Mm-hmm. It just makes you so much more of a resource when yeah. you can say, "Oh yeah, I could I throw that, that together yeah. for you." We don't need to outsource mm-hmm. that to a designer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I could do that. Um, so I highly recommend it. And if you're strapped for cash, Creative Cloud is the way to go. I love it anyway, just because yeah. like I can access it on two devices, mm-hmm. so I can put it on a home computer and a laptop. I yeah. can access my files in the cloud wherever I am. It's super, super dope. So That's a great recommendation. I recommend uh, Creative Cloud, too. I use it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I love, it. I love it. I love it. All right, Kelly. So I know the girls want to ask you about lipstick yeah. and clothing recommendations uh-huh. and all of that, but I hope you don't mind. No. I really want to spend some time getting into your career and the behind the scenes because I feel like, you know, I've known you since college and I kind of saw the progression from starting with an idea, the Mask Magazine blog. Oh, man, throwback. Yes. Starting (laughs) a blog, being consistent over several years. Like it was years years. before, you know, you popped off, but it was like a consistent stream and then knowing that you went back and got your master's degree in brand management right Mm -hmm. and then now are parlaying it into a career full-time in fashion I think those are the things people don't see yeah no one ever asked me about that right so let's I hope you don't mind let's let's, let's talk about that for a change because you know I, I really think that it's empowering to think about how we can start looking at a lot of our hobbies and interests and how that can turn into a lucrative career so you built something from the ground up, mm-hmm. sitting behind a computer, kind of putting things together, which I can relate to a lot. I think mm-hmm. we're very similar in that way where there's so much power in what you can create at home yeah. with Photoshop, with, yeah. you know, a blog tool. Tell us about, like, how you started in that space and what kind of discipline it took to take it from sort of a fun thing you were doing into. Yeah. So what happened, I was in school in 2009 Mm -hmm. and I was majoring in ad and PR, but I was minoring in journalism Mm -hmm. and the program wasn't really built out. And I just felt like I wasn't writing enough. Mm. And, you know, when we were at college, we were on like Zanga and like (laughs) Blogspot, (laughs) you know, so I kind of knew how to use it, you know, so I kind of knew how to use it. Mm -hmm. And I was also interning at Time Out New York magazine. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so I kind of just I had the magazine bug and I had all these friends doing different things Mm. and just started doing it. And because I was interning and also in school, I was kind of forced to be disciplined with it. Yeah. And there was no way that I was going to update if I didn't put time in my schedule to do it. And what what was your focus at that time? So when you say blogging, that was... My focus at the time, so what was really hot back then was like Parlor Magazine mm, okay. um, and like Cocoa and Cream and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, those kinds of things. And yeah. working at Time Out, too. Like kind of that format of having different interests. And so I tried to update every interest throughout the week. So it was like a collection of... It was a magazine. Oh, essentially like an online magazine. Got it. So there there was food, there was music, and there was fashion and beauty. And so I had all of my friends who were interested in all of those things updating Oh, contributing. Yeah. Nice. So that's how I was able to be consistent at first. But then when you're not paying people, they Yeah, yeah, they lose interest. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know because, you know... If you're not putting out the coin, you're not going to get anything. That's true. That's true. So... um, I actually, in, I want to say 2011, started just blogging by myself. Mm. And then I had to 
changed my schedule a little bit. And, mm-hmm. You know, at first I was editing other people's stuff, and then it became me writing my own thing. Yeah. And at that time, the space for fashion, particularly plus size fashion, was really changing, and it was becoming a lot more editorial. Mm. And no one else was really talking about it. Mm. And so, you know, I'm going to Fashion Week, and I'm going to these events, um, and I'm seeing these women on the runway, and I wasn't can't really represent yeah. you know yeah. and I thought they were beautiful but like I yeah. couldn't wear any of it yeah and so I was you know I had to find things to wear to look quote unquote like acceptable yeah. for fashion week. yeah and so one time my friend came with me shout out to Teeny. she's one of my besties um I was with her and she took a picture of me mm-hmm. and I posted it and it it just went viral like wow. out of nowhere. Oh really? Yeah. And so then I was like, okay, so there's a market yeah. for this. Yeah, that's not and being so, served. Yeah. yeah. And there was there's a lot of women that have yeah. questions and want to yeah. know. And yeah. so then I started making time to write about that. Mm, okay. And that's when it started to kind of snowball. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, I hadn't realized that. Um, but you know, I wanna I wanna back up a bit and touch on just sort of that the work ethic, um, whether it was from the very beginning days of sort of the mask magazine mm-hmm. format to you blogging on your own. I think a lot of us spend countless hours online yeah. <laughs> working on different projects. Um, but that time doesn't always translate into like like we're not working smart. Yeah. We work a lot, we work yeah. hard, but we're not working very smart or efficiently. Yeah. So how did you, you know, as you saw what people were reacting to, how did you make sure to keep your focus and evolve your focus on the things that were really more marketable? Mm. That's a good question. I think it it comes from passion. Mm. Um, and when you're really passionate about what you're doing, you yeah. get the time for it. Yeah. And so I, I was, like, taking my breaks like I still do. I take my lunch break sometimes to blog. Mm. Um, and I try to just, like, squeeze it into my schedule. Right, so, right. Um, it, it has to be focused because I'm only giving it an hour or two. Yes, yeah. And there are some times when I'm, like, doing research will take a couple hours and I have to pull back. Mm. But just really being mindful of your time mm-hmm. and especially in the beginning knowing that it's not going to get as many like likes or retweets yes, yeah. or it's gonna, gonna be so not republished sitting around refreshing your page looking to see yeah. how many likes don't you got, do that like to I yourself no I, I still do that like I'll post something on Instagram yeah. and I'll, it'll be like the first 10 minutes I'm like oh my god am I gonna, <laughs> gonna like it you know girl plays but you, you have get to like stop 500 likes no a not all the time I can't even deal I not can't even deal but um but no that's such a good point because it's like you have to have enough focus and faith in yourself and what you're doing yeah. to say, let me create, put it out there, leave it alone and focus on it the next be, thing. Like you have to, to keep be, moving. You have to be focused on yeah. that and you have to, because the the more time you spend worrying about things that are happening right now is the less time you're putting mm. into things like future projects. Mm, that's so true. I just, I kind of do things and move on Yeah, and yeah. try not to get too caught up in, in everything. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So you build this online blog mm-hmm. empire over time oh. con- with consistency over yes. time and you grow your community. Mm-hmm. How did you get to a place where brands became interested in you and what you were doing? And how did you, as you think about that, how did you make sure that the image the brand was seeing when they came and visited your site was one that would be attractive and appealing to them? So with blogging 
let me take let me take a second. So <laughs> with with fashion blogging around like 2012 is when things started to change and people started monetizing. Mm. So I think I got in it early enough to where the passion was what was pushing me. Okay. So I didn't get caught up in the money as much. So right, I right. I said yes to opportunities because I love the brand. Yes. And what they stood for. And so and so then you were also already established exactly. in the space so when the monetization able, opportunities exactly. came around. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Um and. I'm uh, because I was working in advertising and marketing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm hyper perfectionist, yeah. and so everything has to be right. And so I started to do research on like when is the best time to take a photo, mm. like angles, those kinds of things. Lighting. So I was like, lighting is is so important, and yeah. I was just like very particular about yeah. it. And so even if, and it still happens where I take opportunities that don't pay me because I feel love passion, like oh, I just feel okay. good about okay. it. Okay, I love that. Um, and then it turned it always, like without a doubt, turned <laughs> into something paid. Mm. Um, and I just make sure that the work that I put forward um, is something that is cool and that a brand will appreciate and want me to produce more of. Okay, so we gotta break this apart a little bit yes. because, especially in fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm the same way in terms of like I will pay a logo designer to do a logo, even mm-hmm. though I know how to total around in Photoshop because that's not my specialty. Right. A lot of the girls on Instagram, you know, mm. are aspiring. We have our boutiques. We want to attract people. Yes. But the number one thing I see is just like really inconsistent or amateur looking brands. Yes. And it's where you're trying to do things yourself. It's where you're throwing tw- Twigram text on top mm-hmm. of the picture. And it just doesn't look polished. It doesn't look professional. Yeah. No shade. Because I, I had mean, to learn it too. But shade though. I think people <laughs> need to hear that and understand. Like pay the $2 to take the the retweet off the mm. side or the re-Instagram. The Instagram thing you on the, the bottom right loop corner. Loop. Yeah. You gotta Y'all gotta take, take that, that off. off. Like take just it off. stop playing yourself. But honestly, so you've always had a really good eye for design and things like that. And that's represented in the work that you do Thank on you. your blog and your images. Um, you know, you've invested in a DSLR, mm-hmm. everything's high res. But, you know, I think a lot of people don't have a design eye, and I try to be sympathetic to that as well. Yeah. So one thing that I always recommend if if you don't maybe if you're not even aware that something maybe doesn't look great or is tacky or isn't great from a design perspective. Look at the brands you really admire. Exactly. Go to the pages of people that you like and really start to research how they present. Right. So, you know, one one example I always make that cracks me up is I'll see people go on trips and hashtag pick stitches to travel noir. Oh, my God. To get featured on the Travel Noir page. Mm-hmm. And I always got to be like, y'all, go to Travel Noir's yeah, page. You don't Do you ever see, see that. any pick stitches yeah. on there? No. Like, it's it full out. bleed, beautiful, yes. high-res, colorful Saturated. photos with, you know, some point of interest in yeah. terms of a person, right? Yeah. So you got to take a you got to start auditing. I get that question things. a lot like how do you how do I build this audience? How mm-hmm. do I get my blog to pop off or mm-hmm. whatever? You have to look look at the person that you're asking the question to and say mm. what is that person doing? Mm. That answers half of the questions that you send in an email. Mm. It's just pay attention yeah. and really yeah. it's okay to ask someone to mentor you mm-hmm. and you got to build a squad. Like yeah. for me, yeah. I have friends who are super honest with me if something looks 
like trash. Like really? they'll, they'll tell me like, okay, mm, we might have to change this, tweak that. Yeah. You know, I ask questions all the time. Yeah. All yeah. of the time. Yeah. Whenever, before I put something out, I send to like three people and say, what do you yeah, think Yeah, no, it's this? true. It's true. And I mean, we've been in each other's yeah. G-chat conversations talking about random things, bouncing yeah. things off of each other. So that's critical. So, you know, we gotta, we gotta, I'm gonna pivot a little bit. We gotta okay. shout you out because you were featured in Essence yes. recently. They did a really great spotlight interview with you about yeah. your career, how you parlayed kind of the fashion into this role at Gwynny B and yeah. influencer management. Um, they stole half of the questions I had prepared for this no interview. No way. <laughs> but it's they all knew. good because we knew. love Essence and that's a major platform. So, congratulations yeah, thank you to so you. Much. Thank but, you. Um, you know, being, being in the fashion space, fashion industry Mm -hmm. there's a lot of at least from the outside looking in a lot of superficiality and a lot of really tough personalities in terms of working in that space right Mm -hmm. that's something I've heard um, even from past guests how do you combat any insecurities that can come up you know just as a result of kind of dealing with tough personalities dealing with being assessed on appearance on Mm -hmm. you know visuals like how do you deal with that yeah so for for my personal just like work life, I'm very blessed that I work at a company that is for plus size fashion. Mm. And so the expectation is as the plus size girl, you're going to come in and you're going to look cute. Like, mm. you know, um, and then I think with me being a blogger, you know, I just have the closet to work in the space. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it, it, you know, I don't really deal with that as much. Yeah. But online, mm. it gets really tough mm. and you get a lot. I get a lot of really nasty comments sometimes. Really? Yeah. Or I get a lot of really nasty men in my DMs. Mm. And it's not flatter like it's not mm. complimentary and I think a lot of yeah. people think that it is. Oh, like nasty as in like I trying mean, to like sexually yeah, advance. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Um yeah. and you know, I think it, you could, you just got to take it with a grain of salt. Even mm. even working in the space and working in the fashion industry, I think plus size fashion is a little different. But mm-hmm. working in the fashion industry, you just got to kind of take it on the nose and keep yeah. moving. Yeah. Like if someone has a problem with what you look like, okay, but are you judging my work? Because right. my work speaks for itself. Right. Right. You know, so I love that. You just take it for what it isn't. At the end of the day, that person's going to leave in six months. Like the, the turnaround in fashion is like That's six true. months. That's so, true. So if you can hack it. Yeah, just just deal with it. I wish I had someone, I mean, and we'll get into this a little bit later, but I wish I had someone when I first started working in like marketing and PR and fashion, mm-hmm. I wish I had someone to tell me to just suck it up and, mm-hmm. and just do my job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially now, like egos are on full tilt and yeah. like, people get really wrapped up in their emotions. And yeah. sometimes yeah. you just got to step away from it. Let it go. and just But, you know, those job. are the points where I'm like, what I have going on outside of work yeah. is bigger to me yeah. than this exactly. little so I'm like, thing I'm just you're gonna, feeling right here. Exactly. So I'm going to go home and I'm going to be I'm happy. Just, I'm going to be lit. I'm going to go home. I'm going to be lit. And you can, you can go home. You can still be mad. Stay mad. Exactly. Stay you mad about it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. All right, so... Kelly. Yes. I want to be you so bad. Shut up. You got a wig. I got a wig. You got wigs. You know, you got your color pop popping. Oh. I went and got my color pop popping. You was like, girl, these blazers at H&M. Yes. I went and bought the blazers. Yes. But that's powerful. Like, I, thank you. I love that, that is power. Influence yeah. is power. So tell me about how you've navigated the ethics of knowing you have knowing you could tweet out something or Instagram something yeah. and the girls will go running yeah. to buy it. <laughs> you know, how have you what I mean, what is that even like? It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I I still I struggle with um having influence and and people are always like, "Ah, shut up." But like <laughs> I when people say like, "You inspire me and mm. I wouldn't have done this without you." And that's heavy. Mm. And the responsibility of that it just it it weighs on me. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, like, it's refreshing though because I think it should. Yeah, I think it should. Right. Some people get gassed and t- mm. like it just becomes a whole too much. It becomes a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, but so like um, and working with brands and we touched on mm-hmm. this earlier. Like you know, I mean, if you can, I would love to know like what kind of payouts are people offering? What are people talking about? And you know, I can always tell the difference between people who are just sort of flashing out teeth whiteners oh to get the God, check. The and it's like, girl, and the waist trainers, the waist trainers, the teeth, the teeth, the T-tops, you know, like just stop. Right, right. Just stop. Right. You seem to select, like you said earlier, I think this speaks to the fact that you align things with your passion yeah. and align things with areas you're interested in. You seem to be very selective about that. I am. Um, and at the same time, I also like, I'm never apologetic about collecting a coin. Like, yeah. we're on ACAST now, we're running ads. Yeah. It we is need what to it pay, is. you know, it's a lot of money to do a lot of this work and it's a lot of time and resources. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's any shame in, yeah. in monetizing. But what are the ethics? How do you navigate them? I, like you said, I only align with brands that make sense for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always, like, your FCC, you're supposed to hashtag when something is paid anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I make sure to include, like, a funny hashtag so yeah. people know, like, yeah, I got paid for this, but right. I actually did use it and yes. love it. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think just really making sh- I'm very particular in just making sure that. Um, so I did something with Planet Fitness. Oh, and, cool. Yeah, and it was a, it was sponsored but I got a little backlash for it because being in the plus space, people take you uh, advocating for fitness as you advocating for body shaming. Really? Yeah. It's it's such a, everything logic. is so touchy. <laughs> yeah. Everything is just so touchy. That make no sense. Are and I'm serious? like, but do you want to die? Like you yeah. have to exercise at some point. Like my right. knees hurt yes. and my back hurts. And yeah. like, I think it's okay to exercise. Yeah. And yeah. So, I, I just I try to make sure that everything comes back to something else that I've talked about. Yeah, I think it's values. I think that's what you're yeah. talking about. And like the whole black girl magic debate, something that really rubbed me the wrong way there was just like, you know, I again, my opinions on the article itself are irrelevant, but 
living in a society where you can't contest, yeah. you know, where everyone contests your yeah. opinion it's and ridiculous. you have to kind of have groupthink and nothing you do is right. I think it comes down to your personal values oh, yeah. and being so confident and firm in that that you're unapologetic about yeah. the spaces Unmoved. that you're in. Yeah. Unbothered, honey. Absolutely. Unbothered. <laughs> um, <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So who, you know, who in the space is inspiring you right now? What... You know, who are your mentors? Who are the figures that you'd like to work with? Oh, man. Um, I I really like, uh, I'm going to probably mispronounce her name, Elaine Weltworth mm-hmm. from Teen Vogue. She's oh, their yes. beauty editor. Yep. Mm-hmm. I am, like, slightly obsessed with her. I think she's really? just really cool and just, like, very, she just seems very down to earth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like people like that. Mm. I, don't, I don't think there are enough people Right. who seem human at this yeah. point. Yeah. And so trying to find the handful of people that are, yeah. um, you know, it's tough. But she, she's one of my favorites. I nice. really, really like her. Nice, yeah. No, yeah. I think the down-to-earth piece is, is so relevant. And I'm, I'm going to shout out someone later on that I think has embodied that very well as well. Okay. Um, and then lastly, I know you glossed over it. We got to talk some coins, girl. Yeah. Like, not, your, <laughs> not your business yeah. necessarily, but like what's the realistic, you know, I don't know. I, th- I think people think about their hobbies and, and we are very shy about talking about how to monetize, mm-hmm. how to make a living for ourselves. Yeah. You've done that both in getting this full-time job with Gwynny B where you're managing so much. Yeah. And y'all, if you want to learn more about that, check out the Essence article. We'll link to it. Um, but even on the personal side with the blogging and creating a brand there, mm-hmm. what kind of sustainable lifestyle are we talking? So, <laughs> you know, it's funny because people at work, because I get everything delivered to work. Okay. So people see what I'm getting and they're like, what the, how, <laughs> how? And I tell people all the time, start a blog mm. or just go outside and take pictures during the day. Mm-hmm. You never know what it'll turn into. So mm. you can get paid to tweet. You mm-hmm. can get paid to Instagram. Mm. Instagram right now is so hot. Like you could get one one blog post. I mean, one Instagram post right now. The minimum like standard mm-hmm. is around like two hundred, two fifty. Oh wow! Just with, to post if you have clout in the audience. De- I mean, it depends if they oh. if they reach out to you. Oh okay. You know, you could be like, well, I have so yeah, and yeah, so yeah. many followers, yeah. and most people start at two hundred. Okay. Um, but there, yeah, there are people who have like. Full time jobs mm. just being cute. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> don't say that because girl, we we don't talked about the work and the late yeah, nights. Yeah, and, and well, the that's the thing. Is that I don't that people don't see that side yeah. of it, and you know, yeah. it, it is definitely it's hard yeah. work. Yeah, um, content calendars, editorial yeah. calendars. Oh, it's all not a game. My yeah. my management of my content is mm. ridiculous. Mm. Like I have it broken out by season, by month, by week. Oh really? Yeah, I would love to see that. Oh, it's 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 intense. But you, I mean, you can do it. Some people build boutiques. Some people have clothing lines. Some people just become content managers and start, mm. like, whole networks. And mm. it can become a thing if you're really, really focused. It can. Love it. Yeah. Now it's time for Ask Job Logs, the segment of the show where we address your career, life questions, give you our advice to the best of our ability. We also want to keep the dialogue going. If you guys have experience with any of these scenarios, be sure to hit us up, tweet us, whatever. You can always submit your questions to us at joblogs.com slash askjoblogs. And Kelly's going to join us today. Yes. So we have one from your Instagram, actually, and uh, we're going to call her B. 
So B writes, just got a job at my alma mater, Mizzou. I work in PR, and I'm the only black face in the department. With the protests and recognition of racism on campus last year, I know I was recruited to help, quote unquote, fix things. But already I feel my voice being silenced, even though I was a student there just last year experiencing the racism and and, you know, that the students are fighting against now. Any advice? Oh, Lord. <laughs> that is so, that's deep. so heavy. That's deep. And I, just on so many levels, mm. I'm really just sorry that she's going through that. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. just, especially being so young. Yeah. That's so much weight. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, but I will say, part of the reason why I actually didn't work in PR is because the couple of times that I did, I was the only brown face in the room. Mm. And it's really the diversity in the public relations industry has been an issue for a very long time. Mm. Um, so I just, I want to understand like that's going to be a thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's going to be a thing yeah. no matter where she is. Yeah. Um, as far as being in Mizzou and knowing that you are there kind of as their mm. black person, right. you know, right. that, which is terrible. I, when I first graduated from college, I was working at an advertising agency, and I was hired as a diversity candidate. Mm. And I was very much treated like a diversity candidate. Mm. Um, my managers were very condescending. Mm. Um, I feel like I got less training than everyone. Mm. Um, and they just, I was set up to fail. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I knew, yeah. I already knew what it was. And, and that's, so, I mean, girl, we could spend forever on I that. Because I used to work in nature and diversity. And that is an inherent problem yeah. when you focus on diversity for mm -hmm. diversity's sake instead of just yeah. representing people from everywhere yep. that are great, that do awesome work and treating them all equally. Like yes. none of us are here asking to be hired at all because we're black or whatever. Yeah. Like it's employers because, know that. Um, yeah. So, you, you know, it was it weighed heavily on me mm -hmm. and I would go home and I would cry and, it, mm. it, you know, it was hard. Mm. If I had someone tell me that what I was doing was bigger than myself, I mm. would have stayed. Mm. You know, I think she, B, needs to understand that the work that she's doing is so important. Yeah. And it's going to hurt her feelings, her personal feelings. But she is representing so many people and the work that she's doing is yeah. much bigger than she is. Yeah, B. And what I'd say to you is that, you know, what's great about the Internet is as the sense of community that you can build and form there. Mm -hmm. So if you can't get the support that you need, that you're looking for from the department, seek it out elsewhere. Seek yeah. it out in online communities. We're always here as a resource. Tap into us. Right. But also, like, there are different groups and organizations you can start to align yourself with, whether yeah. that's the NAACP, whatever is near and dear to you mm -hmm. and to the causes that matter to you. Find those support groups yes. because you're going to need you're it. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. You're going to need a mentor who can relate to your experience and your perspective and also give you advice in terms of how to make an impact in the work that you're doing right. and how to navigate those situations. Right. And also being in that position, PR is all politics. Mm. And you have to find a way to circumvent and kind of navigate without. So mm. how can I put this? So find a way... And unfortunately, being black in corporate 
spaces, Mm -hmm. we're automatically assumed to be aggressive. Mm. Find a way that is not aggressive and is inclusive Mm -hmm. so people don't feel threatened by you Mm -hmm. and they start to hear your voice. So find a perspective of an administrator Mm. and try and work it in that way so that they understand where you're coming from and you're not just, it doesn't just seem like you're just knocking on their door and banging your head against the the wall. Right, preaching. Which you still should absolutely do. do but that's a good point is that like you know succeed at their game right play in their spaces exactly so find ways to add value whether it's i, I know with pr contexts right. are huge right? right the context that you can form that's value that's mm-hmm. currency if you can go out and you could start to build partnerships not just with black organizations exactly. but across the board exactly. and start to get people interested in that dialogue and show that you have value outside of just this black vertical they're right. putting you in and right. boxing you in that's huge yeah. um and that you like the respect that you gain for beating someone at their game, mm. like you'll you'll rise without yeah. without any yeah. issue. So yeah. good luck. That yeah. is, I mean, that's heavy, man, girl. Yeah, but kudos to you for fighting the good yeah. fight. So I, important the work yeah. you're doing. Praise. All right, so we have another question from Anim. She writes, "Hello, ladies. I was recently introduced to your show by my sister." B Awe and I'm hooked. Oh, I love B. B writes us all the time. Sweet. Um, super dope. Love her. She's like our biggest fan. I listen to you ladies on my way to work every day, and I'd really love your advice on some career changes I'm considering. I currently work as a clinical social worker. Mm-hmm. In this role, I work as a mental health therapist day in and out, seeing a range of clients with various concerns. I really want to break out of the direct care patient realm and get into management. I'd like to bring my skills into a different area, possibly like teaching or art. I think I have transferable people skills. The problem is I don't really have much management experience that I can think of. However, I have years of clinical experience. Thanks for your help and keep up the great work. So what I'm hearing here is is pretty much like she's directly working with patients as a social mm-hmm. worker and she's trying to move into more of like the management, which mm-hmm. may be more corporate or something yeah. like that. Um, so I don't know much about this field, but immediately when I thought of that, it kind of took me back to like my stint in retail. Mm -hmm. Um, And not to compare the two at all, no disrespect or anything like that. But I feel like it's, I I remember the space of like, okay, so I'm here in retail interfacing with customers. It's very difficult sometimes to translate from like a retail job, transfer from a retail job into like a corporate job. Mm -hmm. Same as when I interviewed with the Apple store. And, you know, it's very hard to make that switch. And so I started thinking about like, okay, what can you do without me knowing really much about that space in particular? And I think it's, I think it's really around speaking to your skills differently. Right. So like, instead of talking you know, in your day-to-day function, you work with people, right? But instead of talking about the work you do with people, talk about more of the strategy behind that work. So right. corporate, you know, management is really about, like, how can I grow the business? Right. How can I contribute to the revenue? Right. How can I create more strategic partnerships that will benefit the business? Right. And I think across the board, that's something every 
Every company company cares about, Mm -hmm. right? So if you can start to demonstrate or speak to experience in your past that feeds and funnels into those things specifically, like here, you know, I work with customers, but let me step outside of that one-on-one interaction and tell you about holistically what I think our customer strategy should be or what I think our patient strategy should be or how we can, you know, create synergies in some of our groups or the way we assign Mm -hmm. caseworkers so that on the back end, we're saving money as a company. That's the kind of like thinking you need to start to do, like stepping yeah. away from the one-on-one interaction. Yeah, I think that that kind of perspective is, is super important in any field. Mm-hmm. Being able to find more efficient ways to do things and, you know, grow a business. Yeah. It, it makes you so valuable. Yeah. It makes you so valuable. I also think... Um, again, for any field, doing work outside of your work really helps. Yes, yes, and absolutely. So if you can find a way to, I don't know, find find something where you're managing mm-hmm. over the weekend, and it, it doesn't, I don't know if it has to be in social work because I'm also not familiar with that field. Yeah. But find a way to get experience outside of work. Mm, so you can mm. then say, well, I've been managing this for six months. Right. This is how I've helped this business right, grow. Right. This that's is, a good point. These are yeah. my ideas for us. Yes, yes. You know, so you you can at least speak, and that's how you, you can build your, your experience. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Good luck. Keep us posted. Yeah, girl. All right, so I don't really have a real hired or fired this week. Um, I feel like I'm trolled all week long. Yeah, Kanye, Bob versus like, science. I, I had a really, I had a really hard time with Bob versus science because my husband's an engineer. Oh goodness! And so seeing Neil deGrasse Tyson go on. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. He went on. Oh, my gosh. Why can't I remember his name? He went on Larry Wilmore. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, Wilmore. Wilmore, whatever Mm -hmm. his name is. Yeah. Um, And he just, like, totally tore him 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 apart. But, like, a third grader could tear him to shreds. It just didn't make any sense. Kanye, yes, I can't. (laughs) Yeah. There's just so many levels to it. Throughout the week. So I feel like by the time I get to the studio, I'm just spent. But you know (laughs) what? I actually, I'm going to go ahead and do a hire really quickly. Um, I got a shout out. I told y'all this whole iTunes doing noteworthy thing. Mm-hmm. So we also got signed to Acast, as you guys know, which is a great network platform. They're doing some very revolutionary stuff in the podcasting space. And when Acast had reached out to us about signing us on, um, I didn't know anything. Yeah. I, there was no precedence for anything. And so I reached out to Aminatu So and Ann Friedman, who run uh, another really successful podcast called Call Your Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And from listening, I knew that they were signed to ACAST. And I have to say, like, I reached out and I was like, listen, they presented this deal. I don't know much about it. I don't have really mentors in this space. Um, I have spoken with, like, Brittany Luce from Gimlet Media, who's phenomenal. Shout outs to her. But, you know, I don't really have, like, a precedence for this. And when I tell you that they wrote back, like, and not just wrote back, but wrote back, like, a two-page thing with here's here's what numbers we were presented with. Here's what's competitive. We are, you know, of this size, so we can negotiate more. Good luck to you. Like, it's so rare. That doesn't happen. It's so rare. People don't do that anymore. 
because everything is competition. Everyone's competitive, and it becomes I'm threatened by you. Yeah. I'm not going to actually help yeah. you out with anything. When That's I say great I was that so impressed. Like, back. these ladies are really practicing what they preach Shout and really are that. about paying it forward. So yeah. y'all are hired. Shout I know you're that. already. Yeah. <laughs> you should probably be hiring me. Yeah. But um, <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are hired. I, awesome. I love you guys for that. Thank you so much awesome. um, for that for that help. Uh, do you have I more? I actually would like to fire the American people. Oh. Yeah. All of Just them? like okay, so I, I let's fire South Carolina. <laughs> um because Donald Trump won. Oh goodness. And uh, you know what? Let's fire Donald Trump. Yeah. I, yeah. This is not funny anymore. It's not. I it think people isn't. were were into him because it was a joke. Yeah. But he's winning. Yeah, no, no, no. It's he it's not is okay. Like the forerunner as Republican. Listen, I've been trying to tell y'all for years. They don't respect us abroad. Yeah, for, they don't. For, for these reasons. reasons. Exactly. This doesn't for these reasons. make sense. It doesn't. And it's just not funny. Yeah, He's it's a not. bigot. He's a racist. Yeah. It's just there's so many levels to his nonsense. He, yeah, I can't. There's I no can't. reason why I feel like I fired him at least four times in I our mean, newsletter already. It's just, just like continue. not even funny. But I'm not joking with you guys if for whatever reason this continues— I will be packing my bags. Oh, I'm leaving. And I will be moving to yeah. Canada. It's not to even a game. Switzerland with my parents. I don't care. Yeah. Australia. Anywhere that's it not doesn't here. matter, but yeah. this is out of control. It just it doesn't it just doesn't make sense anymore. I've considered dual citizenship in yes. Jamaica. <laughs> oh Jamaica. Um, yeah, because my husband's Jamaican. Oh, so we we actually have talked about it. Okay. This is not funny. Keep me anymore. posted. Keep me posted. I, I was looking at cooler climates, but you know. Okay. We we should put together like our list of, because if I if, have to necessary. if I have to press the eject button on this, I will. <laughs> this is it's not funny anymore. I just can't. Kelly. Thank you Thank so you for much for joining this us. This was so, so fun. much fun. It was such a good time. Um, so where can we connect with you and find you around the web? Yeah. So my Instagram and my Twitter are Kelly Augustine B. So I'll spell it K-E-L-L-Y A-U-G-U-S-T-I-N-E-B. Just the letter B. Cool. Um, there's a Kelly Augustine. Shout out to her, the other Kelly Augustine on Instagram, who kind of looks one? like me. Oh, does she really? It's really, um, <laughs> we need to trace our roots because <laughs> I feel like I'm related to her. She's super cute. Um, Do you watch Orphan Black? It could be like a clone situation. It could be. <laughs> it could be. So Twitter, Instagram is Kelly Augustine B. And on YouTube, I'm actually Mask Magazine. They won't let me change my URL for mm-hmm. some reason. I'm so. S-Q-U-E. Mm-hmm. Love Mask it. Mask Magazine. As always, you can find us around the web. Be sure to head up our website, jobbox.com. We always post follow-up content, mm-hmm. interviews, resources, articles, all the links from the episode there. Um, you can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter. Lots of recommendations for your commute, what we're reading, listening to. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Jobblogs. Um, Courtney, send her your well wishes as Cleave Out Loud. And I'm Hey Miss Parker, M-I-S-S-P-A-R-K-E-R-R. Do not forget to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. Little note here, if the rating is less than five stars, you can keep it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, just hold on to that. You know keep what? that in your just, back pocket, y'all. Yeah. 
don't, yeah. just we'll, don't do we'll it. come back to that yeah um <laughs> no but seriously i mean you know we always appreciate you guys rating us and the ratings really help us to get discovered by other people who might find this content beneficial i'm gonna read one that we have from an ashley conyers who says great for young adults like me i'm a 24 year old up and coming artist and designer and this podcast gave me life and inspiration nice, thank you so much ashley as always, thanks to our producer, Adrian Wagner, our studio here in Manhattan, Visionary Media. And you guys for listening. You guys are incredible. Okay, but seriously, Kelly, what are your go-to lipsticks? My go-to <laughs> lipsticks? Um, ColourPop right now is my jam. Oh, I'm I obsessed with all them. of them. I need actually I'm going to Miami in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, two weeks. What? I am wishing and hoping. <laughs> it's worth like five. <laughs> but I need to I need to get up on my brighter ColourPop colors. Nice. Um H&M actually has a really great selection of like cream lipsticks, is what mm, they call them. Online. You buy online, right? No, I go to the oh, store. Oh, you go to the store. I'm a store shopper. Oh, okay. As yeah, much I know, as I can. Stresses me out. Yeah. <laughs> for most people it does, but for me it's very relaxing. Cool, cool. H&M, ColourPop, uh, uh, Dior. Mm. They have a, a red lipstick that I swear by. The Rouge okay. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Fancy. Fancy. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs>